Hey, gorgeous. This is episode number 119. You are listening to Heart Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Schlonsky, and today we are on for another Variety Friday. I am so, so super excited because today I have a very special guest back on the show. And if you want to know more, check out episode number 95. So the month of August was the month of rejection, where we talked a lot about how to deal with rejections in the Variety Fridays. And um, also I am inviting back on the show today the wonderful Leo Quinn, who was inspired by the book of Andrea Waltz and her husband, Richard Fenton, Go For No, Yes Is The Destination. And he 10 x the challenge by going for a full summer of no. The goal was 1,000 no's. The deadline is actually tomorrow. So we are a day early, but I'm traveling at the moment. And you know, it's Variety Friday. I didn't want to wait another week to get into this wonderful interview. So I'm very excited to welcome Leo Quinn back on the show. Thank you, Christine. It's uh, nice to be here. Yes, I'm so excited and I can't wait to hear what happened. So when we, well, when you contacted me, you already had collected 332 no's. Okay. I believe. And uh, if I would have said no, that would have been number 333. Right, right. But, you know, uh, we did the interview. It went really, really well. And now I'm so curious about your experience. So how many no's have you collected since you started? 10 minutes ago, the number was 988. And while we were getting set up to record here, I got two more. Uh, people had seen my a missed call and they called me back and uh, I got two more. So I'm up to 990. I've got 10 more to get. I'll get uh, all the, those 10 tomorrow. Wonderful. So your challenge ends tomorrow. That's right. It was a, uh, a summer challenge and technically the summer ends on September 21st here in America, but I decided I wanted to finish by the end of August. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good idea, especially when you go for no. You know, it yes. might feel like a little relief. So how difficult was it for you to keep that challenge going? It was much easier because I was public about it. The mm -hmm. fact that you wanted to talk to me afterwards, the, talk to, uh, the fact that some others wanted to talk to me afterwards, the, uh, the Facebook group certainly kept me motivated because uh, I know most of the people in the group aren't sticking with it or haven't built up the courage to even begin yet. So that's what made it easier for me, being public about it and having an audience. Mm, that's, that's a very good thing. So you basically had like the world as your accountability partner. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I, I was really happy that you heard those, uh, those two notes that I got sort of to prove that I'm actually out there trying something. I'm not just some guy changing the number on his name tag every day. I'm actually out there getting the nose. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. And so last time we, we talked about your motivation for the challenge. Can we just sum it up for people who have not yet listened to episode number 95? Sure. Well, it, it's a book I bought 11 years ago. I've recommended the book hundreds of times in those 11 years. I just never bit the bullet and, and mustered up the courage to do it myself. I'm 51 years old and my business should be bigger than it is. And it's not primarily because of my fear of hearing the word no. So I decided to, that I needed a fun summer project. And uh, I found Andrea's quote in my Twitter feed, I can achieve every goal and reach every dream by simply hearing no more often. Mm 
and that 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 spoke to me for some reason at that point that was going to be my summer project wow so lots of people who are listening might probably think wow that i would never get the courage can you maybe give us more insights and how you found the courage to start with and yeah. and then like what were the biggest challenges on the way and how did you master them mm -hmm. well again the courage just came from the Uh, looking ahead and seeing, you know, my parents are in their 80s now and they're taking care of uh, older relatives. And, you know, I I don't have any children and I want to be rich Uncle Leo. So the nieces and nephews want to take care of me and, and or, you know, I can afford to pay somebody so they're not having to be bothered. So that was part of the motivation. I came up with this idea on May 23rd and I didn't write, make my first calls until June 7th. So it still took me, you know, 14 days to muster up the courage. I had a meetup in between that time and eight people, seven other people attended the meetup. And one of them, you know, got out of the gate real quick. He got two no's the same day that we had that lunch meetup. Uh, so he sort of inspired me to, to get off my horse and get going. Now I've since gone well past what he's done because he has, I think he has a regular job, but you know, that sort of sparked me too. But, you know, even after coming up with this idea, it still took me two weeks to muster up the courage. That first day, I made 10 calls and I got three people on the phone. I got one no. Uh, that was a Friday. I took the weekend off from that hard 10 calls. And uh, the following Monday, I made 100 calls. That was, I was just going to dial the phone 100 times. And that was it. I didn't have to talk to 100 people. I just wanted to dial the phone. So I got 29 no's on that day. And that really sparked it for me. That told me that I could do this, that it wasn't bad. People weren't yelling at me. People weren't hanging up the phone in disgust. I only really had one F-bomb this whole time I've done this. So it really wasn't as bad as, I, as my mind made it out to be. Hmm. Well, that, these are pretty amazing results. But, you know, still talking about the no. And the interesting thing that Andrea is also pointing out in, in her work is the more you go for the no, the more yeses you will get. Yes. But it seems like we have to go through this pain because I haven't met anybody who loves rejection. <laughs> so it seems like we have to go through this pain. What was the most painful moment in your no collecting experience? Well, it probably just starting on that first day on the 7th of June. And I'll tell you another scary point was this week because last week and the week before I mailed out I did some what I call lumpy mail. So I've mailed, I don't have uh, one here, unfortunately, but I mailed 60 letters, but the, I mailed them in a little pizza box, a little triangle pizza box. And I, I mailed them to people that I was talking about a, a little postcard that I'm doing. This is a, a postcard mailing that I did during this summer of a thousand no's. It's going to people in a local community who have a birthday. And so I did a mailing to those people, to people that I thought would like to be on a postcard like this. And mustering up the courage to call these people was the most scary part of the whole thing because now it's, the no's are more personal. They've actually gotten something in the mail from me. And so they know my name or presumably would. And so now it was a little nerve wracking getting going, but like everything that I've done in this project, just getting going was the thing that made it a lot more easy. So I've gotten, of the 60 I've mailed so far, I've only gotten eight no's. I still have 30 or so more calls to make. Um, but, you know, mustering up the courage to, to get no's that were a little more personal 
was something that was a challenge that sort of surprised me. Hmm. That's that's very interesting. But you know, you you did it, and uh, just for people because we, we are having a call on Zoom so we can see each other, but it's all your podcast. Right. You just showed me a beautiful design coupon that people then could use. And the, you're talking about the 60 letters going to pizza shops, if I remember correctly. Actually, these went to anybody who would be involved. This is a, birth, a, a big postcard going to people who have a birthday. So it's anybody that would be oh. involved in birthday marking. So restaurants, things like that. Okay. Slightly different market, but still. Yeah. So if I do the math, right, because we talked about the nose and you said, well, there's still some more calls to be made. Yeah. What, you know, if you add them all up, it's not that you just have gotten nose. Right. What are the beautiful side effects of collecting the nose and actually asking for the sale? $3,315 so far. Cool. So around $3, if you, some people will say, so you've earned $3 per no. And that's a fun way to do it. That's definitely a fun way to do it. And I just want to point out, it depends what you sell, right? Yes. You are not in the high ticket sales right. market. So I think it's easy for everybody listening, kind of calculating, like what's a sale worth to me? Mm -hmm. How many no's do I need? For example, you know, if you sell a high ticket item, let's say 40,000, And you, out of a hundred people, you get like five or maybe even eight who say yes, mm -hmm. you know, that adds up to a nice amount. Exactly. Right. So everybody can basically do the calculation with what they want to sell and then just go for it. Exactly. And it will take you some time to figure out what that number is. In your case, I hope you'd have that number before you got to 3000, but you have to run your own numbers. Yeah. Uh, yes, that, that's so true. So what do you see as your, your biggest learning from that project? What will you take to moving forward in your business? Yeah. That no isn't scary. Uh, that if you're public about it and, you know, I'm, I'm big on motivation because I know if I hadn't, didn't have this audience that I wouldn't have stuck with it. I would have found an excuse not to make the 12 calls every day and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, being public about your goals, uh, I, I'm, You know, I'm not a big fan of that. I think if my goal had been to make a thousand sales and I'd been you know, broadcasting that to people, people wouldn't have cared. But because it was an, a negative goal, I think it was much more interesting to people. Um, so I think be public about your, your rejection goals, be less public about your, your positive goals. People don't want to hear how successful you want to be. They're, they're worried about their own lives, but they like the idea of watching you fail. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I, th I think it's a big, it's a big encouragement. And then, you know, I want to congratulate you on what you have achieved so far and that you, that you really stuck to it because tomorrow I'm quite sure that tomorrow by this time you will have collected your 1000 no. So when the podcast comes out that, you know, you will already have reached your goal. And I think that's something so beautiful And something really, really to celebrate because first of all, you got money into the bank that you would not have had right. if you wouldn't have started the challenge. You learned a lot about yourself. Mm -hmm. You know you can do it, right? From right. like having the idea, it's now certainty. And I just experienced you getting two no's and, you know, you took them with a big smile in your face, like, okay. So letting go of the outcome and not taking it personal is a thing that so many people struggle with. And, you know, for me, sometimes it depends 
a little bit on the day, usually I'm, I'm totally fine letting go of the outcome, not of the goal though, right? If I feel that my services are the right services, I want to make sure that the person I'm talking to has received all the information they need to make a good decision for themselves, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? So um, the goal for me is still to serve, but then the outcome, if they say yes or no, that's totally up to them and I can let go of that. One, you know, when I get my no, sometimes it is a little bit easier and sometimes it is a little bit more difficult because you kind of feel like, oh, they are missing out. But, you know, that, that happens. I think building the relationship. So I don't know how, how deep are going your calls when somebody shows some interest. Um, not, if, if they showed interest, I would always direct them to something online that I had that they could look at. I'm not a, I wasn't collecting credit card numbers. I don't know how these cold callers collect credit card numbers on the phone. I mean, that's, that, those people are magicians as far as I'm concerned. I was only looking for interest and then could send them to a website and then I can follow up uh, after that. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you had a call to action, right? Yes. And that looks different for everyone, depending right. on the business model they, they are choosing. Right. So this is, this is so, so cool. So what advice, I mean, getting started and just keep going is definitely one we already talked about, but is there anything else you would love to leave the audience with? Absolutely. Never give yourself a no from someone else. One of my, again, your viewers can't, your listeners can't see this, but this postcard is, uh, has 10 advertisers on it. When I was looking at the list and I contacted all these people via email, I sent them an email. And so I looked at that list of potentials and I said to myself, I saw one, there was a restaurant on there. This is a birthday card. There's a restaurant on there that um, is, uh, the, they have the number one birthday offer in the area. Everybody knows about the birthday offer. And I saw them, and I said, nah, I'm not going to send them up an email there. They would say no, because they already have the most popular birthday. They don't need any advertising. So I, but I sent it anyway. And she took three ads on the postcard. You know, they've got three restaurants and now I, three ads that I got. So um, if I hadn't done that, if I just said, eh, they, they wouldn't do it. I wouldn't have those three restaurants on my postcard. So never give yourself a no from someone else. Give them the chance to do that. And I think I probably said this on the first one. Um, yes, I, I've done a lot of research on people who have done these similar projects. Never once have I seen someone that did a rejection project and had a poor result. So devote, you know, commit yourself to 100 no's or 200 or whatever makes sense in your business and do it. And be public about it. Tell people you want to be rejected 100 times. You're going to get a lot of laughs. You're going to get some leads. Because when people hear that you aren't going to be the hardcore salesperson, you're looking for that no, you'll be surprised at the leads they'll give you. What a good advice. Uh, you just basically turn, to turn it around and take it as a lead opportunity. That's really cool. Well, the reason people won't give referrals a lot of times is they know they're putting their friend or their referral in a sales situation, right? And we all, nobody, most people aren't comfortable in a sales situation. So I say, tell them you want to be rejected and they're going to, they're going to, it's going to make them laugh and they'll be more likely, I think, to give you the referral that you're looking for. Hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. 
So how will you move forward? Now the summer of a thousand no's will end tomorrow. Yes. Will you be committed in collecting a certain amount of no's per month? Or what? what's your plan? I haven't decided yet. Um, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move forward. I want to do more uh, mailings and then follow-ups uh, because that's what I haven't done most of my life. It's the, and those make me a little more nervous than these anonymous calls that I've been making. So doing more mailings and then following up. So maybe it's going to be the autumn of 200 no's But these 200 no's are going to be people who know what I'm talking about when I call. They have something in their hand from me before. So they have a little more information to make a decision on. Yeah. And spe speaking about decisions, I just want to get to the point really quickly that you just mentioned that you almost did not message that restaurant that had the most famous birthday offer right. in town because you thought, well, they're already, they're already where they are. Yes. Right. So never judge a client's opportunity or, or possibility to to buy or your services. Right. Um, I think, you know, letting go of the judgment is a really big thing uh, when you go for your offers, when you ask for, you know, the sale, because when you once you stop judging them, their opportunities, their bank account, what you think they are capable of or where they can get money from, mm -hmm. then you open up new doors. Exactly. We never know what somebody's situation is. Around here in this country, every once in a while, there'll be a great story of a, a janitor who never made more than 20,000 in his life, dies and leaves a million dollars to somebody mm -hmm. uh, just because he, he lived differently than everybody, but he didn't show it. I heard that story. <laughs> so great, great, great stories. Yeah. So never, never judge, right? When you come from that place where you want to serve, where you have an amazing offer, just make, you know, make that offer. Invite people to buy from you. If it's a no, totally fine. Move on to the next. And I, I just think that it's a wonderful project and it's very inspiring for a lot of people. Hope probably, so. Hopefully for everyone because yeah. people are afraid of no's. Well, and to get out there and have some fun nose. Here in, uh, you, you know, driving in Rochester, we have a toll road, uh, the, 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 the throughway it's called. And there's, you know, you, depending on where you get off, it might be a 30 cent toll. It might be a, a $9 toll. I tried to, last couple of times, I've tried to pay my toll using lottery tickets. <laughs> and uh, they said no in both cases, but they both laughed and enjoyed the, the interaction, I think. So get out there and uh, have some fun nose. That's, that's really cool. Is there anything you would love to leave the audience with? Just get out there and try it. You're not going to, nobody's going to bite your head off. I had one person swear at me. That's it. Uh, a lot of hangups, but uh, only one swear. Uh, so, you know, people are, particularly in this day and age of social media and things, I think people are maybe on their best behavior a little more often. Um, but again, I've made 990 calls and only one F-bomb. Uh, so it's not going to be nearly as bad as you think it is. And uh, the analogy I like in uh, Go For No, they use is most people think they walk out of a door and they can go left to success or right to failure. But actually, you have to go through the failure to get to success. So uh, that's uh, what I want people to take away from this. You have to get through the no's to get to the yeses. And the, the, the more you build up that callus, the easier it's going to be for you. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. All the best for you. Good luck on getting more no's on getting a system established. And thank you so much for inspiring the world with your courage uh, to going for the 1000 no's.
Well, my pleasure. And I, I thank you. You were the one of my, the second podcast I ever did. We were on the air in 56 minutes after I sent you an email. <laughs> See? You're fast, uh, take fast action. <laughs> that was a yes in this case. Thank yes, you it was, so yes. So for you, my dear listeners, if you want to know more, August was a month of rejection. So every Variety Friday, there were teachings on the matter, how you can deal with it from a perspective of your mindset, how you can align yourself to your own truth. And yeah, have fun and listening to all of these episodes if you need some encouragement to actually go for it and make sure you have a listen to the wonderful episode that I did with Leo Quinn in July. That's episode number 95. Thank you so, so much for listening and have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. Bye for now. <music>